0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Toontown and Cabbage Take on the World. It's your girl, Toontown. And your
1: boy, Cabbage.
0: And we're meeting over Zoom today because we have a special guest. But before we get into our super special guest, because she is so awesome, and you guys are going to be so excited to meet her. And if you've been following my YouTube channel for a while, you'll definitely have met her already. Anyways, Caleb and I have some updates. Caleb first, because, you know, I just have a tiny update. It's not important at all.
1: So yesterday morning, went on Wednesday, I have, a, every Wednesday I have a 10 a.m. class with what was my, with a professor that I'm not too fond of, I'll say. Um, and so we meet over Zoom, well, usually it's over, like we're for some reason, but in okay, case so it's over Zoom, and yesterday it was over Zoom. That meant, and I had my camera on at this moment, and that meant that everyone could see me. So in my room i usually sit on my um rolling chair and me being the chaotic person that i am i usually don't sit on it very correctly um so i was sitting on it very much not correctly and i tried to kind of like get up but by like somewhat pushing off uh, away from the desk and for some reason i just couldn't so i just fell off my chair and thank
0: God, I was muted. You screamed a profanity.
1: Yeah, and then I just kind of like, I just for a, a solid minute, I just had my hand over my face.
0: Congratulations, Caleb. That is such a noteworthy accomplishment, such an update. The podcast is so happy to hear about it.
1: It's just my daily chaos.
0: I mean, I don't think my update can top that, but like we'll- Oh no,
1: totally not. We'll
0: go for it anyways. So- as you guys know because I shamelessly self-plug every episode. I'm a blogger and a YouTuber and I really love making content and I'd like to do it professionally for a company but still keep like my blog on the side as a hobby even after graduation. So um, Box Lunch is one of my favorite stores. If you don't know what Box Lunch is, it is like nerd paradise. They have like so many franchises. It's so awesome.
1: And they're like owned by the same company as Hot Topic, right?
0: Yeah, they're owned by the same company as Hot Topic and they have a really big partnership with Funko and Loungefly. Yeah,
1: so basically they're the more fandom version of Hot Topic, whereas Hot Topic is more focused on fans. But it's somewhat recently branched out into a lot of fandoms.
0: Yeah, and Hot Topic also has a much darker aesthetic. But anyways, Box Lunch is one of my favorite stores, partly due to the massive Disney collection they have. And they have this thing called the Box Lunch Collective, where collaborators and content creators can work with Box Lunch on different campaigns. And I applied about a month ago and I got an email on my blog email yesterday, and Caleb can confirm he was on the phone with me when it happened. And I am now a member of the Box Lunch Collective, and I just submitted to be a part of my first campaign, which is part of their holiday spread. And I'm just, I'm very excited. Dreams do come true, people. This is awesome.
1: Now, Tony, within that month that you had um, emailed them, did you hear anything from them in that month?
0: No, I thought they hated me and they were ghosting me, and I was very disappointed in myself. And Caleb's like, Shut up, Tony! It's not going to be that bad. You're not that bad. Stop self deprecating. Can confirm. Caleb yells at me to stop self deprecating a lot, and has it changed? Absolutely not.
1: (laughs) Sadly not. It's going to take either forever or not going to happen. I don't know which. I hope it's just going to take a while.
0: So, anyways, moving on, we have a super special guest today. She is so awesome, she is so smart, and she is here to share some really cool information on a project she worked on. We have my good friend, and now Caleb's relatively new good friend, M&M&M!
2: Hello! My other, uh, my normal human name is Emma, but I go by m and m because it's fun to say. Who wouldn't want to say that?
0: It's so fun. So Emma and I used to dance together. Um, at the same studio when we both still did dance, um, things have shifted a little bit.
2: What a time!
0: Um, yeah, so I've been calling her M and M and M since like I don't know sophomore junior year of high school,
2: something like
0: that. That's when we were calling our other friend Oyan Coin too because our oh <gasps> yeah our teacher could not pronounce her name to save her life. Oh yeah, Emma's nickname story is really simple. It's just her last initial is M, so Emma M M and M. M&M
2: Emma and 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 m-, and m
1: and m and like I don't usually put people's like first and last names I just kind of if I have more than one person who has the same name same first name I'll put like the first initial their last name and so in my phone currently it's literally just Emma M and then like for like a good solid like week of having her phone or her, her name on my phone I didn't connect the two the nickname and the like initial with the first name and I was just, like and then eventually I was like, "Oh, now I get it." And I was texting the group that we have, our chaotic idiots. And I was just like, "Oh, guys, I just connected." They were all just like, "Yeah,
0: no mm-hmm. God. <laughs> Very good, Tavis good job a little bit slow sometimes emma tell us a little bit about yourself and like what you do and like what's so cool about it because emma's really cool oh
2: you're very cool too obviously from the box lunch announcement anyone can tell that
1: i'm just a big nerd and not bright sometimes i can't be smart sometimes not so much example a falling out of my chair
2: sometimes lacking in common sense. We
0: love you anyways though, Caleb. It's- We do. It's what makes you Caleb.
1: Yes.
2: But anyways, um, so I'm currently a student. In terms of my project, I did two summers worth of research in a lab in, at Wild Cornell in New York City. And I got to a very nice, a very nice man named Lucas who hosted me in his lab. He's very cool. Um, if you're interested in science, you can read the papers that were published by his lab. And I did I got to go into a lab for two summers and do the science-y stuff of pipetting and using cells and working with DNA.
0: So Emma, I know you talked to me a little bit about your project and I am not a super science-y person. I am definitely more of the creative type of person, as is Caleb. Um, but There is something you worked on called CRISPR, if I'm correct. Would you like to go more into that? Because I know that was a big pride point for you.
2: Yes, I love CRISPR. CRISPR is my baby. Um, Very exciting news for CRISPR. Uh, Just recently, like within the last couple of weeks, it was announced that this year's Nobel Prize in Chemistry has been awarded to Emmanuel Charpentier and Jennifer Doudna for their work in discovering and developing CRISPR for use in humans.
0: Oh wow! Congrats to them.
2: Congrats to them. It's um, very—it was huge news. But yeah, so basically, what CRISPR does is the best analogy is kind of a DNA scissors. So part of CRISPR kind of finds the target area, and then it cuts it out. And then depending on what type of CRISPR you're using, it, the D, the cell might just like repair the DNA. But when it does that, it's very bad at doing that. So it makes a lot of errors, and it doesn't come out the way it was. So you'll have generally a loss of function where that gene doesn't do what it was supposed to do. I worked on a very interesting and a bit newer version of CRISPR called CRISPR base editing, where the scissors have been broken such that when the CRISPR finds the DNA, it doesn't cut all of it. Instead, it just kind of binds there and there's something else that was added, an enzyme that allows cytosine, so the C in DNA, to be changed to a T in DNA, and there's been a couple different versions. So that was developed by a lab at MIT, and then I got to work on a project where I kind of changed the like DNA structure of the enzymes, and like I put in a, a couple different functional things and messed with it, and then I got to put it in cells, and my version worked better. It was very exciting. Uh, it's been published if you want to look at it. <laughs>
0: Emma, that is so cool. And how old were you when you were working on this? Um, I was like 16, 17. I will say
2: like my, so my mentor, the PI, Lucas Dow helped a ton. Um, But it was still so much fun to be able to do the experiments myself.
1: That's super cool.
0: That is really, really cool. Moving forward, I know you are currently studying some branch of science in college. Um, What are you looking at doing with the future? Because you clearly have a lot ahead of you. And I'm not just saying that because you're one of my best friends. I I fully believe in you. (laughs) Not biased. Not biased. Good to know. Um,
2: so, I'm a biology major. What I want to do in the future is kind of up in the air right now. I'm thinking either med school or like PhD grad school. I really wanted to start working in another wet lab and do another project similar to what I did in high school. But because of coronavirus, they can't let new people into labs. So, that's been kind of put on hold for the foreseeable future to start kind of getting that in the work. But yeah, either
0: PhD or MD, probably. Look at you go. And I have one more question about all of your science stuff. So you did something really cool apart from your lab in high school, if I'm not mistaken. It was like a really big award thing.
2: Oh, okay. I was like, is this, okay, because the award thing is connected. I was raising my eyebrow at Tony. Uh, yeah, so I submitted my project. I wrote a whole paper, and then I also wrote like a bunch of essays about like what science means to me and talked about like my extracurriculars. And then I was selected as a Regeneron Science Talent Search finalist, which meant I got to go uh, down to DC, participate in a whole big week-long event. I got to meet really cool people. I got to meet um, Martin Chalfie, who won the Nobel Prize for developing GFP, which is anyone in science will know what GFP is. That was amazing, and I got to present my research to him. I also got to meet Feng Zheng, another person who really pioneered CRISPR and got it to where it is today. I also met Adam Conover from Adam Ruins Everything. That was dope.
1: I'm so jealous of that, by the way.
2: Honestly, the best part of that. That's kind of the highlight. I met a bunch of like, it was 40 finalists out of like, I don't know how many people applied, Um, but I got to meet really, really smart and talented people my age who also submitted. So if there's anyone in high school doing a research project, submit to that. It's worth it. Uh, you also, if you're a finalist, you win
0: $25,000. That's some good money right there. That, that'll buy you a lot of snacks. It will buy you a lot of snacks.
1: I ate quite a few of, as Tony very well knows.
0: Goes through a bag of chips in a day. Oh, speaking
1: of, I only have, like, one bag left.
0: Caleb! We bought them on, like, what was it? Saturday?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Oh my god. They,
1: they, they lasted almost a week.
0: My goodness. What are we gonna do with you?
1: It totally lasted almost an entire week.
0: To, to be
2: honest, I bought like one of the big Lay's bags and it said it had eight servings, but I ate it in
1: three sittings.
0: That sounds like something I would do. It's a party size Lay's bag for those of you who are listening in.
1: Yeah, we got like four different kinds of chips, all like party-sized bags and That was on Saturday, and I only have one party size left. And it's Thursday. Um, As quite a few of you know, um, I am quite into some quite a few nerdy things, specifically Doctor Who. And... We were just talking, we were talking a little earlier about, I was very excited about this topic. I love Doctor Who. Um, that was one of the first things that Emma and I actually connected on. The first time that the chaotic audience, idiots- well, all of us really, like, like Facetime. that was one of the first things. Emma and I first, like, tried- really tried hard to, like, get a date that would work to, like, FaceTime one-on-one. And then we finally did, and we spent, like, a long-ass time just talking about Doctor Who. It took, like, a month. I
2: feel like, for us to find a time, because it was always just like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, and then—
1: Yeah, it was always someone was busy doing something.
0: I'm genuinely not surprised, because, like, I know just trying to schedule these recording times for podcasts is, like, pure chaos. And don't even, like, talk to me about trying to schedule something in person, because I'm, like, over here messaging, like, five people separately, because if we talk in a group, nothing gets done. Yeah. And, then to, and honestly, this was
1: also, like, over, um, it was over the summer, too, that, like, we tried to get, like, a, a one-on-one face time.
0: We're just pure chaos in here. Anywho, uh,
1: the point of me bringing this up is to discuss some nerdy stuff with you, Emma. For example, let's say, let's start with Doctor Who. Uh, I don't know how many people out there will who will listen to this as well, are fans of Doctor Who, who is your favorite Doctor to begin
2: with? My favorite Doctor definitely has to be David Tennant, the 10th Doctor. Classic option,
1: can't go wrong. We've discussed this on so many occasions, we both agree on that, on that. Favorite companion, because if you don't know who the Doctor is, he's sometimes solitary, but also brings in companions, for those who don't know.
2: Yeah, pretty much every season has at least one um, in the recent season, he has three. Definitely gotta be Donna for me, I just love her sass.
1: Okay. And as you know, I'm a big fan of Rose. Rose is fantastic. I love David Tennant and Rose's chemistry.
0: Kate, you talk about it so much.
1: I talk about it a lot.
0: You really do. I learned so much about Doctor Who from you just talking about David Tennant, Doctor and Rose. So much. I also got
1: really excited about the fact that, okay, so David Tennant also has a podcast. It's literally titled, David Tennant does a podcast with. Mm, David Tennant does a podcast with. And recently he did one with Billy Piper, who was the actress who portrayed Rose. And I loved it so much, I got really excited when I heard about it. I think I was on the phone with Tony, actually.
0: You actually were. See, Caleb and I just have, like, massive life updates whenever we're on the phone with each other. I don't know how it happens, but the universe is just like, hey... If there's not a caleb or a toontown on the phone with you you will just explode so here is a human to contain your energy
1: well yes so how did you get into dr who because i don't think we've actually covered that
0: i don't know um
2: so i was talking to my sweet mate about this because she also likes dr who and i was trying to figure out how old was i when i started watching so i sent a text to my parents and they replied they think about when i was six years old uh, because my dad came my dad was originally born in england he came over when he married my mom, and so Doctor Who was a big part of his childhood when he was growing up. So when they did the 2005 reboot, we started watching it, and we would always watch it as a family.
1: That is fantastic. My my story of getting into Doctor Who is significantly different. <laughs> Mine starts in high school. I had a friend who was from England, and he was like, "Oh, there's this really cool like sci-fi show that I think you might be interested in," because like, I'm like someone who likes sci-fi and stuff like that. And he was like, oh, and I was like, oh, really? What's it called? And he told me that it was Doctor Who. So I was like, all right, I'll check it out. So then I, ch- I, like, talked to my dad and we started watching it. And, but, like, now, fast forward, like, years later, we currently, and we have for the past few years, number of years, my dad and I always have these joking arguments of who got who into the show. I wanted to say it that way because saying who got who into Doctor Who is a little bit much.
0: I don't know, I think it works. That's like that friend's line, it's like, they don't know that we know, they know, we know. I love that line. So fun.
2: Yeah, it's a very similar line to my brother's, like, believe in the me that believes in you. I like it. And you can just, or like, I believe in the you that believes in me that believes, and you just keep on, and it's like, at what point does it make sense? I don't know. Does it ever? <laughs>
0: Does life make sense? Wait, that's not that's too deep for this podcast. Let's keep going.
2: Can't cover that in this time. Moving on. Oh, uh, I was gonna say that also the funny thing about like being so young when we watched it is that the episode where with it was in Doctor and Martha the Doctor and Martha season with the weeping angels when my brother and I watched that. We were like, I don't know, like seven eight. I was seven eight, who's like ten. And we were just like traumatized. We were very scared of statues of angels from that point onwards.
1: Yeah, whenever I see a statue, especially if it's an angel statue, I still just stare it down until I pass it. And even then, until it's out of sight, I'm like watching it. Man, whenever I
2: see the Statue of Liberty now, I'm just like.
0: "Mm." So, Emma, other than Doctor Who, what are some of your other nerdy interests? Because I know you are like a pop culture expert over there.
1: I was just about to ask that.
0: I mean, other than Sesame Street. You know, the classic interest Sesame Street. um, So back, I want to say, 2019. I have a picture on my wall right here. I got to look. June 6, 2019, I was very fortunate enough to collaborate with Give Kids the World Village on their Coasting for Kids campaign, which is a fundraiser for Give Kids the World Village. It's a super awesome charity. And they're actually just starting to reopen and start doing things again. And that is super awesome. I highly recommend checking them out. But... The in-person component of the fundraising event was actually at Sesame Place in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, and I brought Eminem with me, and it was National Best Friends Day, and it was just so much fun. Now, I think Jacob and Caleb want to go to Sesame Place. Well, they definitely want to go to Legoland. I'm not sure about Sesame. I want
2: to go to both. I want to go. Take me with you. Wait,
0: <laughs> Wait until I'm back in New York. Legoland New York opens next summer. We'll all go.
1: I mean, I also still need to meet you in person, so of course. That too! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. What's supposed to happen this summer didn't end up
2: happening, partially because of, uh, I think, Corona made.
1: I'm also going to shamelessly plug uh, Tony's um, YouTube channel and say that there is a video um, from this adventure with Emma to uh, Sesame Place, isn't there?
0: There is, and it's so awesome. So, Emma quickly because Zoom is giving me nine minutes left of meeting time and I don't have the money to upgrade. What are some of your other nerdy interests?
2: Um, so I have some posters on my wall that the people on the podcast can't see. Um, but those are from, I really like the author Sarah J. Maas. So she's written the series Throne of Glass, A Court of Thorns and Roses, and Crescent City. I love all of those three books. Um, I also really like Broadway stuff. So I'm really into Hamilton,
0: Hadestown, and Six. To be fair, like our whole friend group is really into Broadway stuff. That's very true. We're a bunch of musical theater nerds and it's the funniest thing. Even
1: if if not all of us are musical theater people, we're all musical theater nerds.
0: There is a distinction. Not all of us are good performers. Another author I'd really recommend is
2: Drew Hayes. Right now he has a Halloween series running that's a choose your own adventure. Um, Probably won't be be doing it'll be done by the time this podcast comes out but for you two and also just in general you can go back and read it they're very fun he also did a amazing absolutely my favorite of all time book series called superpowers superpowers sorry Uh, very important distinction very not your typical superhero story and i absolutely love it check it out if you like superheroes at all speaking of superheroes i also really love batman but very specifically robin slash nightwing dick Grayson. He is my son. I will protect him at all costs. Is that it? Oh, and if you like Doctor Who, you might, okay, they're kind of similar, just in the fact that they're British. But if you like Doctor Who, check out Taskmaster. It has full episodes uploaded on YouTube. It's a bunch of different comedians doing strange and ridiculous tasks, such as eat as much watermelon as you can in 60 seconds. One dude throws up. Absolutely wonderful show. Go watch it. It will bring you so much serotonin.
1: You will have to text me that because I will not remember.
0: Well, yes, I think this was a really well-rounded introduction to Eminem and her very smart and nerdy sides. And she is also very talented at dancing. Oh yeah, I do do ballroom dancing now-ish, kind
2: of. Kind of it's very hard because of the pandemic right now. You can't really like get like face to face with another random person. So uh, that's on hold, but not quite. But I like doing it.
0: Well, she is a very talented dancer, very talented scientist, and also super fun, super nerdy. Just, you know, fits in with the rest of us quite well. Well, M and M thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today.
1: Thank you so much.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: We loved having you, of course. Well, anyways, be sure to follow our podcast. And this is the first episode we're recording where I can say this officially. We are officially on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and a whole bunch of other sites. So wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find us and you can follow us. Be sure to check out our Instagram at Toontown and Cabbage. I will be available on our anchor.fm profile and I'll link it in the description because that's just what I do. And until next time, we will see you guys real soon. Bye. Bye!